I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hey family, welcome to Live Your Best Life. I am Liz Wright and I am extremely excited about today's show. I have a dear brother and friend of mine. He's an international prophet. Um, he's a voice of the bride, of the bridal paradigm revelation all over the world. Um, but the thing that to me is most precious about my guest today is the fact that his walk with Jesus is deep, it's profound and it's authentic. And he really, truly is a man that lives before an audience of one, to use that phraseology, to, to please God and reflect him with the movements of his heart and his mind. And it's so obvious, he's, he's one of the most humble men I've ever had the privilege of, of knowing. So all of that said, I don't want to waste any more time. I want to welcome to the show today, um, Brian Gurin. Brian, thank you so much for being with us. Oh, thank it's, you for having uh, me, Liz. It's yeah, such a great honor. It really is. And with that introduction, I, I hope I don't let you down. That means a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's honestly and truly, that's what I've seen in your life. And I just want to honor you. I mean, I know as you do that Jesus has done that in your life and it's the fruit of your intimate relationship with him. What I what was really strongly in my spirit today, Brian, was to to invite you to just open up your relationship with Jesus for the people, the family of God that are watching and listening right now who are hungry to go deeper. There's such, um, you've probably seen it as well, when I've been traveling around in the nations, there's a growing hunger and desperation. People know there's more, but some people don't know how to get from where they are to where they know is possible, but they don't know how to get there. And particularly as men, you know, I think you're such a such an important voice at this time because you truly are a man that walks in intimacy, that talks about the bridal relationship, the covenant relationship that you have with Jesus. So can you can you share with us a little bit of your relationship with Jesus, what that walk of intimacy looks like and where it started? How did Jesus bring you to that place? I basically got saved in 1998, and, and I'll really bring a Reader's Digest version, but met Jesus. You know, I'd, I'd grown up in church, but I really met the person of Jesus Christ, his presence, and he was real. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is unbelievable. I mean, I, I came from a background of drugs, antidepressants, felonies. I, I tried everything and it was so empty. And so I met Jesus. Again, we, we know it's not instantly roses, you know, the walk of salvation, but there were still struggles and things. But I realized he's very real. I was from day one really drawn to his presence so much so that I found myself locking away to be with him. And like I'm in a college like youth group at the time. So it was a little awkward. You know, <laughs> They had gatherings and. And I didn't want to go to those. I wasn't trying to be non-social. It's just his presence was so addictive and real intangible and and I just found myself more and more drawn to being with him and so in these early days ministry wasn't on the radar and I know you know this better than anybody that you know ministry comes out of loving him in its purest form it's just loving Jesus really well and fruit kind of just happens you know the authentic ministry and 
So I didn't even know what ministry was really. Uh, shortly, I went off to Bible college and began to walk with the Lord and fast forward up to probably 06. Uh, somebody gave me this series from a powerful prophet that I really just honor highly on waiting on the Lord in more of the mystical realm of just being still and waiting on up to this time, you know, I was in the Brownsville revival. So we knew like tongues, shakalaka, you know, worship flags and intercession and all this. And I love all that. I'm for all of it. I just, anything that's in the Bible and Jesus, I, I love it. But I didn't know the still place of kind of the mystical realm of experiencing him on a deep realm. But I knew it was real. There's something in my heart when I heard that dynamic too. I said, I've got to have that. So I began to wait on the, upon the Lord in stillness mixed with soaking and a lot of other things. And, and I began to, by accident, to be honest with you, run into Jesus from the standpoint that you mentioned as the bridegroom. And it really took me off guard, messed me up forever. Hence the name of our ministry now is Bridal Glory International. You know, I even saw that in a vision, how to name our ministry. A lot of people are like, it's funny, they think, you know, we make bridal gowns or something like that <laughs> People from the world, you know. I was in an airport once upgrading on a flight, and the uh, stewardess behind the desk saw our ministry card. She goes, oh, wow, Bridal Glory International. Uh, do you ever watch that show, Say Yes to the Dress? <laughs> it's like it has to do with wedding gowns and stuff like this. And I'm like, no, I said, no, is it good? She said, oh, it's amazing. I said, okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, up to this point, revival, and I, and I love that you pointed that out because as I travel and minister, I try to highlight this point enough because I can feel it prophetically. You can pick up on thoughts and the intents of people's hearts. And I think especially from the masculine side, as you mentioned, by default, we can more relate to, you know, Lord mighty in battle, you know, souls, the Lord of the harvest and and uh, mighty God, full of power, no weapon formed against us. And in all those verses, too, which he is, you know, he's the voice of many waters. He's our savior, our shepherd, our best friend. But I've en encountered him in various ways, as you have, uh, from the experiential side and the spirit. And they've all blown me away, aspects of the Lord. I remember, I remember one, he came to me as all light and he was full of power. And, and there was this impartation of wisdom like Solomon that happened in this encounter. And it just was still one of my, you know, um, trademark encounters with him. But fast forwarding up to answering your question, when he started coming as the bridegroom, to me, it just set the bar so high. I, I couldn't see anything else. You know, again, not to negate or minimize other aspects of the Lord, but there's something about him as the bridegroom. And you can see it through the word even. It's just one big constant love letter sewn together that culminates to the spirit and the bride say come the union one day with him as the bridegroom and um it messed me up forever like uh, in such a good good way now don't get me wrong we still we're into the full bible a great commission souls harvest intercession widows the poor all of it but to intim intimately know him as the bridegroom just really branded me forever you know i just it's that overriding lens that that i see everything through if that makes sense. And, and, and to your point, the on the eternal side that I know you know better than anybody, it's not a masculine feminine thing at all. Sometimes in our carnal mind, we equate it with, hold on, you know, we love to be sons of God, men, you know, but, but we don't get the bride. And it, it's, it doesn't equate like that at all on the spiritual side. It, it's not a feminine or masculine thing at all. Just, just as though we won't even be married in heaven. We are the bride of Christ. Just as 
women are still sons and daughters of God. It's, it all applies. And, and so um, I would encourage people just follow the leading of the spirit because I believe he's, as we mentioned earlier, really beginning to prepare the bride of Christ as a whole men and women of like some of the manliest men there are. It has nothing to do with that. It's a deep, intimate chord that I, was, I believe is longing to be strummed in the heart of every man. Yeah. 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 I totally understand what you're saying. Um, one of the experiences that I had, like when, you know, the, when the Lord begins to release this level of his heart to you, you are you're ruined for anything else aren't you 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 so become so consumed by his love um the world grows strangely dim like nothing can touch the exquisite bliss of those moments where that and that infused knowledge comes into us that we are forever his counterpart you know we were the joy the mm -hmm. hope that was set before him as he endured the agony of the cross and i love in the, um, the hebrew when I looked up, I won't go through the whole encounter now because I'm more interested in yours right now. But um, I had an encounter in heaven with Jesus and it was to do with the finished work of the cross, the blood, what the blood's actually done. And the vision, the dream that was in Jesus' heart, you know, that, that held the nails in place on the cross. I'm starting to correct, gosh, who the love of Jesus, just family, just receive the anointing that's beginning to flow as Brian and I are talking. Golly, wow. When I came out of that experience, I'd heard in heaven the words, it is finished. Mm -hmm. Of course, in the, in the Hebrew and in the Western Aramaic that Jesus actually spoke, it's, he spoke the word hala, as you know, and the word hala is the word bride. So mm -hmm. the last thing Jesus spoke when he was on the cross, when he said it is finished and he gave his spirit back to Father, was bride. Wow. So, I that. Wow. Yeah. I was wrecked for months. I'd not actually ever recovered from that revelation. <laughs> and, wow. you know, and, and in the final day where you were talking about, um, I had an encounter in the final day where the Lord took me through time in an, in an experience with him. And then we were all together, Brian, in heaven. There were countless billions of us. And I was privileged to see the moment where Jesus came into view for the first time. And we all saw him completely entirely mm. together and there was this eruption of ecstatic gratitude and joy it's beyond words i mean you know what it's like you're trying to fumble to find language to explain divine realities you know and and these experiences that brand us forever you know transformers mm. what this says doesn't it we're, we're transformed by every unfolding revelation and it was in that moment where I, and jesus received the voluntary love that he died for that he'd waited for all of these centuries to receive, mm. you know, the entire human history. In that moment, we're finally home and the wedding celebration began, but I wasn't permitted to see that part. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> they came out of it, but I, I love, I'm sharing that really to say, I understand, you know, the, these moments with him just brand you and transform you. So can you unpack a little bit more? Can you share a little bit more for us of, what one of the experiences with Jesus where he began to love you as bridegroom God, what, what was that for you? What, how did he come? What did it feel like for you? Yeah, yeah, there's been several. Uh, one, I would say one of the first ones that really uh, just messed me up. I, I, I kid you not, after this encounter, I, just like you said, 
I sat down, I moved over to my breakfast table and literally I found myself out loud saying, I had no idea. I had no idea. I had no idea. I was wrecked. And I was drunk in the spirit for like two days after I'd find myself driving in traffic, the, the residue from just this encounter. Uh, wow. I was driving in traffic and there was like a line behind me because I was going way under the speed limit. I was just hammered. by Because <laughs> you couldn't function. <laughs> such a strong residue still from a day or two before. Uh, yeah, yeah. So this one time and there's been several, but again, like you said, you, you, you know, the Bible says you can't really explain the things of the spirit carnally at times. And these, yeah. they're so rich in love and even it just words feel cheap to really try and explain where they go. And so, you know, by the spirit, the magnitude and value of the encounter in that form. And so that's the best way I can put it. Um, yes. Great yeah. language. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, angelic heaven wonders, all of it. And we, we preach, teach it all, love it, the Bible, but him as the bridegroom, it's just, it seems like it's in a caliber of its own, but uh, yeah. So one weekend I had free and I was locked up in prayer for the whole weekend. And I came into the third day and it was about evening time. And I was just praying pretty much around the clock for, for three days straight. Um, really no interaction with others and had gotten to such a deep place of his presence over the consecutive days that by the third day I was in uh, my recliner chair in my living room and I was just soaking in presence in the, in the presence to some music, nothing abnormal. And then all of a sudden I, I started going into really like a trance, like you see Peter mentioned in Acts 10. It was like a visionary. It was a vision, but it was an experiential. It had a deeper place to it you could feel versus just a vision you may pick up on in a meeting or at least prophetically or whatever. And what it and this is what I love too. I'm glad you you mentioned this. And I love that you're open to the things of the spirit. You know, you can't always go here with in certain the streams, and that's okay too. Completely free, Brian. Completely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's what I love about this too, because you can see even the ones I've had, they've never had this feminine masculine connection at all. But the tangible love and depth of intimacy from that bridal realm is just certainly there. And I've just never had anything match it. So I start going into this trance like encounter, this vision where I see the Lord coming out of like heaven towards me. And he wraps me in this blue cloth uh, to this day. I, I don't think that I fully have it broken down the, all the meaning in it, but I, I could see myself in this trance experience, him wrapping me in this blue cloth and on the cloth, like written vertically was the word ecstasy, which is the word uh, trance in Greek, ecstasia, that, that Peter mentions in Acts chapter 10, verses 10, where he was taking, he says he fell into an ecstasia, a trance. But ecstasy too, I believe, says a lot to the, the term itself, the bliss you have in becoming one with him. So it, it's like he was almost giving me the terminology for the experience I was getting taken into, but also what it's like to experience unity with him, oneness with him. Yeah. Wow. So he wraps me in this and he begins to pull me up into him, into oneness with him. It was very hard to explain. But as I begin to merge into oneness with him from this blue cloth that had the word um, ecstasy written on it, I tangibly then, I'm still in this trance seeing it happen, but tangibly in the natural, I know I'm in my living room and I feel this substance like I, the best terminology I, I think I could find, I heard John G. Lake say it before from an encounter he had where he, he wrote, um, it was like liquid love. Mm -hmm. 
It's the, and it, that even still feels cheap, but it was a tangible manifest, the most ecstatic ecstasy, bliss, whatever you want to call it, type presence of God that, that I've ever experienced. Nothing could match it. And I know the world of heavy drugs and all that stuff. It started literally at the crown of my head. And as I would pull into him, it began to flood my whole body down to my feet and really possess me as I was being pulled into him. And I believe what was happening is 1 Corinthians 6, 17, where, you know, the Bible says those that are one with the Lord are joined in spirit. Those that are joined to the spirit with the Lord are one with him. Sorry. And I believe he was joining me. I know, I know by scripture, theologically, we have, that's made accessible already, just like we're seated in heavenly places, Ephesians 2, 6. But, you know, sometimes the experience of the verse comes into play. And it's like, yeah. It was, yeah, so we have the contract, but it's like the experience of it was happening. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, and so he, his presence began to just flood me like a liquid, tangible substance, go, almost like electricity, but it was the manifest presence of God, pure love. And this is what I love too. It was more of a bride groom to bride, because as you well know, you can experience the love of the father and it's mm -hmm. very different. That's comforting. It's it's a fatherly. It's it's different, and I love that about the fullness of the Godhead. He's so full, but this was more of a marital. You you could just feel it, the substance and the manifestation of the love uh, possessed me fully, and then I, I begin to come out of it, and I'm back in my my living room, and literally, as it lifted off of me, every muscle in my body began to just tremble and vibrate. I like I know this sounds crazy. This is just what happened, but like facial muscles. I didn't even know I had every tangible part of my body begin to vibrate under this presence. And I began, I, I read about some old mystics and saints that had these dimensions. Sometimes they would hit what's called a miracle of ascension and, and literally defy gravity in the glory. I know this is touchy for some, but they would get so caught up in the presence. They would, they would ascend into his presence and they would come out of it, these bridal encounters and begin to tremble. I, I would read about from experience. And I said, Oh, that's must've been what that was. And that substance, that residue of love and glory was still on me so much so that I, I sat at my breakfast table and was just blown away. I was sitting there going, I had no idea. I had no idea wrecked by love up to a day or two later. I'm still in traffic. I couldn't even turn on the slightest worship song. I would just get lost in the presence, you know? And, uh, there's been a couple other times where he came and he, he put a ring on me one morning, came out from my right side. I was waiting on the Lord, sitting up in my headboard and came, and this was very interesting. He came very dominant, almost fearful in a respect all way. Like I own you very. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. And it wasn't dainty. It definitely wasn't feminine. It was like your, it, it was, but it was a wedding ring and put a ring on me, but very possessive and a dominant love a forceful was very interesting. I began to get hit by power and, um, I remember one time that the ring manifestation stuck with me the whole day. I was still I had to go out to work. I was building custom homes and I could feel a, a ring on my wedding finger tangibly. I could feel it. You couldn't see it there, but I'd be talking to like subcontractors overseeing a job. And in my mind, I'm going, what is happening right now? There's a ring. I can feel it on my finger from the encounter, uh, but you couldn't see it. And um, so there was some like that as well. They changed, you know. Brian, thank you so much for being so vulnerable and open and sharing those experiences because I know they're the treasures of your life. I yeah. know when, for me, when the Lord gets me to, he nudges me to begin to share, I get compelled by love. 
that you know you start to feel his heart don't you for the whole of the bride to rise up and 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 experience this you know experience because of the joy that comes to jesus when we feel his love for us you know it's profound isn't it but um no i thank you i I really appreciate you sharing that and i know there'll be countless numbers of people around the world listening right now and watching this and just drinking in every word i'm sure and feeling it because as you're sharing i can feel the impartation coming from you especially when you were talking about the divine union Mm. i think you know for me i believe this is going to be normal christianity in the generation that we're living in it won't be just for a few of us that are perhaps you know by the grace of god forerunners but we're we the testimony of jesus is the spirit of prophecy isn't it it's an invitation for those as we share the encounters that we're having with jesus other people you know and listen to this now family you know this is your moment this is your invitation too it's the same holy spirit same jesus wants to invite us in to to a rich living vibrant ex- experiential walk with him because that's what jesus died to have isn't it the 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 divine romance is the christian experience that's his intention for us so when when you were speaking um what i could feel in the spirit was the lord wanting to bring people in who are listening and watching into that divine embrace that where you were being enfolded in that garment to just be able to experience that it's the divine union isn't it like you said it's you're actually experiencing the living word who authored the word so you're you know it's just profound so that i felt that 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 was an invitation so lots of people who are listening and watching right now if that witnesses to you just step in just begin to step in and say yes to jesus while we're talking while you're listening because this is your moment right now where you too can begin to oh golly wow just to begin to step into the embrace of jesus and begin to be filled with his love so would you agree do you believe that that it, it, this is this is our moment to awaken and to begin to walk experientially with Jesus. It, the invitation is for everybody. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, and I'm just even as you're speaking, I'm just really starting to feel the presence. Very rich, <laughs> so yeah. so good. Um, you know, I, com- I completely agree. You know, and it's funny that even the revelations, um, as of late, that I've seen, at least with me personally they're even starting to to change from the lord specifically to the bride and and like you said earlier uh, desiring her to be pure and spotless from ephesians 5 and waking her out of revelation and there was even a recent knock of the lord where i saw his hand come and hit a membrane of heaven from revelation 320 behold i stand at the door and knock and just a, a wooing for the bride to go deeper and come in be one with him and dine with him you can see his language turning i feel like everything's amping up just like you said, in, in calling uh, the church to come deeper, because we can walk in salvation, we can walk as servants, we can walk as friends, but to actually walk as the bride, like you know, it's a different caliber. You know, I, but I totally agree that it's available, and He's really calling more now than ever. Even like uh, uh, Matthew twenty-five has been on my heart really strong lately. The bridesmaids and the oil, we we gather oil like never before, and uh, so good. I just, all I know is I feel the presence and completely agree with you. So really good. <laughs> I really feel it. I mean, so you're, you're starting, is it called the Bridal Academy that you're starting? 
Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's called the Bridal Glory International Academy. Yeah, we're very excited about that, and um, this has been on our heart for quite a number of years. Um, <laughs> I just really feel the presence. I know who I am. I think what to say, and I'm like getting more and more blasted. Okay, I just want two little things because we've only got about five minutes left. Yeah. I could talk to you for days, Brian. Like, <laughs> I really feel Holy Spirit. I wanted to to just finish this. You share a little bit about the Bridal Academy because it's so 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 important right now because because of the hour that we're in, where the the bride is awakening. You know, there is a preparation going on, isn't there? We're, well, we're clearly both hearing different things from the Lord around the same theme, which is like the wisest thing we can do right now is sit at His feet, is come back to His feet. He's preparing us for His return. Yeah. there's an acceleration happening there's a purification happening there's a, a a grace to to step into this experiential realm of living in the mystical union the experience of the oneness with him i think that like like never before for us to experience this corporately so is obviously that's part of why you're um you've started the academy because it's the time it's the it's the time of the preparation of the bride to walk in the way you're talking about so would you share for, just for like a minute about that because it's very important for people to know that they can they can come and be part of this and then would you mind brian just finishing this by praying for everybody to just step in yeah of course I'd be honored to and uh yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Yeah, we definitely sense that and uh, really excited about it. I hope you would join us too in teaching and, and join in with the student body. We'd love to have you. It'd be such an honor. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's myself, uh, Patricia King. She's amazing. Corey Russell. And we love it because it's such a, um, a diverse, you know, branch of streams with the same heartbeat though we're very to just we want to bring a fullness of it but like you said yeah the undergirding infrastructure and foundation of it all is to prepare wake up that's one of our main like kind of motto statements is to prepare the bride awaken and draw us into deep deep intimacy of course to fulfill the great commission and um but yeah all of that information is at uh, bgiacademy.com yeah we'd love love to have anybody that wants to join us so it's the hour in it's essential it's very exciting that you're doing this very exciting we need it as the body we need it yeah completely would you, would you close this time just praying whatever's in your spirit brian just for the people that are watching the family that are watching that they yeah. can touch into a deeper level today right now yeah of course yeah so right there in your homes whether uh, wherever you're watching this at at whatever time i just want you to receive just begin to focus on jesus Bible says he is the way, the truth, the life. Nobody comes to the Father but through Jesus. So I just want to pray right now. God, I thank you uh, for each and every one viewing this, listening. Be, be filled right now with the Holy Spirit. God, I thank you for fresh encounter. And above all that, that myself and Liz have been talking about, draw them in like never before to a deep, deep place. Let them have that that rapture in you in their own way. Holy Spirit, I, I pray that there would be a joining to the Lord like never before, that there would be one spirit with you, intimacy, I pray. Raise up your bride, possess us. Let there be such a fresh grace and deep infatuation for you like never before. We love you. In Jesus' name. Mm -hmm.
Brian, thank you so much for being oh. with us and sharing your precious life with Jesus. It's I know that power thank you. to people. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Family, thank you for being part of the show with us today and just joining this space. And we just stay with the Lord now. We just pray a blessing on the rest of your day. Look forward to being with you again next week. And if there are people that you know that are really going to be strengthened by the content of what you've just heard today, what you've been watching, please just like, share, review, just get the message out across your social media. We're rising up strong together, right, as the bride is in the new creation reality in this hour like never before. So bless you. We love you. Look forward to being with you again next week. God bless you.